If I were a fish man. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. I have the fish song in my head still. <laughs> Roly-poly fish heads. You'll enjoy, everyone will get to enjoy our fish song later. Yes, yes. And Scott. Blub, 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 blub. Yeah, we uh, we had a very exciting weekend. We had we played a whole mess we, of D and D. We stayed up late, guys. Oh yeah, it was. We were mm. a bunch of old folks and one very young person. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Not weird. Our Stay parents up. were at a conference, so we got to stay <laughs> up real late <laughs> really? and play D and D. I wanted to die the next day. Give <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sorry, that was uh, the younger. Uh, Party member who had a goblin and it was super funny. I love Gibnub. I want more more Gibnub in my life. Yep. <laughs> because I think our party of weird, off color monster races. Charla- charlatans. I was mad as hell because he was a charlatan in the same way I was a charlatan. <laughs> I was being all naggy and shit. So over the weekend, I got a. Um, I've gotten really excited because part of the news is uh, the descent, Baldur's Gate descent into Aver- Avernus has released uh, literally of the day of the release recording, and I really wanted to do some content and I haven't run D and D in a while, and I was like, you know, it's easy running adventures because I don't have to think of the plot. The plot is already written for nope. me, and most of the plots are actually. Pretty okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I I scoured D and D Beyond. There's a, they had like a week like a uh, encounter of the week sort of thing, and I sort of split them all together. They already had a kind of a running theme through all of them, and so for basically nine hours until like four a.m., yeah. I ran uh, Ryan and a couple a whole bunch of my friends, including Scott, through these adventures, and it was really cool. Scott and was burb. exhausting. Yeah, I was a burb man. Scott burb was monk. Burb monk, and uh, we enjoyed burb. We all yeah. enjoyed burb. I was uh, fishman. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the Roger way, fishman. The way of the actual self month monk is a really cool sub monk. Yeah, and I'm I, really sorry. Next time we play, I'll absolutely make sure. Don't worry, I, I, I'll, I'll have I'll have version. I'll I'll have a use for him. Yeah, <laughs> like bird person will show up. If mm-hmm. if Marsh does not get to, does if we don't get to play Avernus for a good while or anything like that, Marsh will have to show up somewhere else because I really enjoy. <laughs> I was a water genasi, uh, uh, druid of the moon, mm-hmm. which is like when you really think about it. What's more of the moon than the tides? Yeah, that's very no, true. No, you were very cool. You had a cool... I liked your like slowly evolving backstory because you're like, yeah, I kind of learned these druid city... Like as a city druid, but I kind of used it as like a trick so that I could like feed myself and make money. And then when you got out of Waterdeep, you're like, oh, this is what... I really can use these powers for. Oh shit, I'm a badass. <laughs> oh shit, I'm a badass and turn into a bear and a dire wolf. And this is what it feels went, like to be out in nature. I mean, don't Mar- anytime a menagerie rolled through Waterdeep, mm-hmm. you know Marsh was up there. Uh, yeah. Just like looking at critters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a let me, fantastic let me, time. Let me, let me get a nail clipping. You just had to see them. Yeah, like you just have to be cool around thing. them. Druids, you just have to have ever seen it. That's interesting. Uh, and then, and I had a cool little mechanic. I had to make him roll a nature check to basically say, had he encountered this thing that he, because he was water Davian, which means he probably didn't have a lot of encounter of a lot of like big scary. I also have creatures. a. Na- I also had an eight intelligence and no mm. training in nature yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, which I think is so funny. For it's a very druid. funny. Yeah, yeah. And I played a, a, a 
eagle person monk uh, doing the way of the actual self, which is on our, on Earth Arcana. It's basically if you want to be Doctor Strange monk. Yeah, with um, JoJo, I consider the JoJo Bizarre Adventure. I, I need to look at it because I always give every iteration of every subclass of monk a really good once over, just because. It's pretty good. I, I, there, you know, honestly, I, I used to hate on El- way of elementalism and stuff, but then I was like, ah, you know what? That's fun too. They're yeah, all. Fun. I, I yeah, could probably f- play one elemental and elementalist, and it'll be just fine. I'd I think at low level, time. I think it's real weak at low levels, but real good at high mm-hmm. levels. Yeah, but my guy was like super obsessed with math and and sort of the the, the base code of the universe, and mm-hmm. he was just well. It was funny because I made a bird joke. Uh, he was a black swan hunter. Yeah. Uh, he was looking for the one thing that no one's looking for to 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 be the catalyst. And that is the one race that is the most synergistic broke-tastic thing oh, yeah, ever so good. Erico are stupid. Yeah, they're like, know. oh yeah, they don't get much, but it's like, oh, here's 50-foot fly speed at the beginning and oh, it was we're so perfect weird. It was so weird. Like, well, you know, okay, so like, when I talk about D&D 5th Ed, I talk about like, oh man, in terms of power creep, D&D 5th Ed is really reasonable. There's very little actual power creep with everything they've released. There is an asterisk by that because I don't consider three standard deviations outside <laughs> of brotasticness, you know, to be within range. Mm-hmm. So, Arakoa are three standard deviations outside <laughs> of what is okay. They're broke as fuck. And yep. fly speeds break so much if you get them too early. Now, that said, I mean, you, you can were ha- you were a monk, so that was mm-hmm. reasonable. I think because- like fifth level is when you get characters who can start flying around and shit. Yeah. But it's not concentration. Well, I wasn't. I was. I didn't have my um, my. I didn't. We didn't get to play around with my my uh, third level ability, which was which was ten foot reach. Yeah, and actually that screwed you one time in one turn. Yeah, it did. That's, he was like, I'm going to do it, and he miscalculated the number of steps he moved, and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, if you had the ten foot reach, if you yeah. had that ability. Oh, it's 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 That's actually so really stupid. cool. Oh no, your only weakness <laughs> as a monk. Well, your promise also means that is your weakness because you're super doubling down on wisdom. So if you're if you got a good wisdom or something screws with that. You're yeah, gonna be you're, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna be less. a world hurt. Well, you know, not that's why I had things. the decks as the backup. Yep. Um, but it was gonna be cool because uh like we hit third level and I was like yeah, he, Matthew's like, Yeah, you figure out your trick. I'm like, No, I don't figure out my trick just yet because I wanted it to happen like in the middle of a combat. Like an epiphany. And like, and like do this weird narration of like, Yeah, the world kind of like mirror tesseracts out for a bit and you see the, the, the psychedelic fractal base code of the universe and then it all snaps back together and some of it's and I'm projecting two fractal arms of them mm-hmm, mm, mm. with like weird peacock eyes opening and closing yeah. i i enjoyed every single character they got the 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 party was great because they came up with like a charlatan backstory immediately they they uh give nub our goblin alchemist who he was getting artificer uh world which is actually pretty cool by the way i th- uh, i i realized that i was being a little mean about it but it was uh it's second level it does seem very weak but I realize that being able to very easily control what type of element you're flinging out is actually really kinda, good. It's very important in the later. Yeah, he um, and so he they they did like they did scams on people and they all got in on the bit. Uh, our Andrew played our ranger, which was hilarious because he was like the straight man of the group. Hmm. He's like, I'm just paid to get you guys to Baldur's Gate, and he was like, Oh, I realized why I was paid to get them to Baldur's Gate. You know, actually, <laughs> interestingly enough, when I ran a D and D game. This is not the first time I've had that exact setup happening because, like, when I ran a D and D game, it was 
all of you were recently released from prison and this guy who's with you, you're on work release and he's kind of your like minder minder. Like he's an official, like he's not a cop per se, but he is your minder for the, for your, you know, reintroduction into society. Go adventuring because my God, there's nothing else for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your parole officer. It's kind of like your loose mm-hmm. parole officer. To, to to make sure you're relatively on the straight and narrow. If I were to ever run again, it would it would I would probably revise that redo that story because the table I don't think the table I had un, with the exception of Murphy understood what I was cooking with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think there are certain people who would understand the juice that I'm cooking with. Oh, right. Uh, so if you haven't uh, understood, we've sort of already broken from normal format. Uh, that's just because it's going to be kind of lax. Uh, we're we're sort of putting the pieces back together from Dragon Con. We're sort of uh, getting our lives settled in. I, yeah, don't know. I had a nice l- relaxing l- weekend. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, listen, l- listeners, you've been with us long enough. You know that after Dragon Con is a chaos, just a pool of chaos. Yeah. So we we're gonna have a, there's a lot of cool news and we're gonna be goobing about a lot of mm-hmm. other like stuff we've been gaming wise. Because uh, so let's just hop right into it. Um, there's a whole bunch of books that kind of. Have, come out i've already talked to you about avernus it's really cool i just physically bought the book today i'm going to slowly read it and i'm probably going to try to run it uh, on and off uh, on an occasion for my friends and oh my god murd mercs what murd mercs <laughs> mad max yes hell mad max i've already read it it's awesome Heckin'. it's there's such good art in it. it if nothing else go look at the art it's great um a couple other things uh there's a really interesting rule book uh, that has just been kickstarted literally, I think, last couple days. Um, it needed 10000 and it's literally going up as I look at it right now. It's at a 111000 Nice. What is it? Uh, it's called Root. It's based off that board game. Remember that board game where uh, you play all the whittling creatures that are yeah, all I've, factual? I never got to play it, but I heard about it. There, uh, these people are officially licensed from the people who made the board game to use the Powered by the Apocalypse system. Oh, and so it's, they, it's it's We Timorous Beasties. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's really interesting. It's really cool to that, do very well. That's going around because there's like Humblewood, there's this, like there's the Pugmire. Pugmire. No one ever really chewed glass on Mouse Guard properly. <laughs> that yeah. Ba- that baby fox, though. Oh, that baby fox fucked baby us up. Baby fox fucked us up real bad. Yeah. Uh, we had so, we had to kill it. it we we had didn't to want kill to. That baby fox. We really. I need to play. What was that? What was that gnome's name? Yibnob. No, no, not a goblin. I don't know. Well, they all look alike. Uh, no, uh, it, they're the all cartoon, small. The cartoon. Uh, the the doctor. Uh, David the gnome. Yeah, I kind of want to always run to role play David. No, you don't. Yeah. We don't want you nice to. Guy. He's a nice guy. You. Yeah. You have to think about what's good for you and think about uh, what's good for the table, the, Matt. Uh, the Aeon expansion came out. Oh, yeah, that too. For uh, for for Trinity Continuum Aeon. Well, it came out to backers. It's the backer release, so that it's, it's currently going through Errata. Yeah. Um, and it's super fucking neat. Yeah. What uh, in it? The Let's see. So they've got the rules for the Scions, the naturally occurring Scions. Ooh. A shit ton of new tech, including, like, full Varg rules. Full, like, full, like... Full mech Varg rules, like unlike what she had, which was like the personal Varg thing mm-hmm. for our game. These are super fucking sweet. And then there are the superiors who are fucking baller. Like they like if you want to make Captain America in this system, just like a super competent, like powerful but not overtly so kind of guy. 
either in like mental, social, or physical. So it's like talent plus. It's like talent plus. It's like talent. It's it's less about luck and and probability and more about just raw power, raw capability. Because they literally talk about like the development of a superior is an entire like chemical genetic like treatment like they have to go through a super soldier okay so you're literally a super soldier yeah you're literally a super super soldiers Mm -hmm. um they are not really naturally occurring they're they're basically they're 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 proto novas yeah they basically take you up they basically take take a person with the potential to become a nova and just like mine all of that potential up into the point of eruption and then they cut off that potential yeah, but it makes you very you're you're a human. You that's it. You are a human. You will always be human. You do not have to worry about taint or anything like that. Mm. You won't have any overt powers like laser blasts and stuff like that, but you will pick an arena that the a competency of humanity and you are going to be really good at. It, it actually like the, the their powers build off edges. So you have to have certain edges and then you just become even more badass in that arena. Um, and so, but like, talents are still cool because they get, they still have their manipulation of sort of like doing the impossible. Probab- yeah. Probability. And yeah. And- where something would, would be feasibly impossible. They make it happen, which still makes them. And the Syads are really cool because kind of like what I predicted is their Psy rating limits their overall maximum. But they can have multiple um, primary modes. Mm-hmm. They have these standard. They come with two primary modes, and then they can pick up uh, and and they at the most they can take that up to five to four uh, if they're size six. So like they're they're handicapped in terms of like their big potential. Um, but they go wide. But they go wide, uh, and, and they can their secondary modes are not like. Based on their side, they have a certain maximum. So, we, like at sci-fi, they can like two or three in mm-hmm. their secondaries. And this, but are the secondaries still capped until they get to like ridiculousness? Or are yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a rating. It's a chart. It's a chart, a chart. for it. It's yeah. a set, right. There's a set number. Because if, if you can get like three twos mm-hmm. in a, you know, yeah, or something, that's, that's insane. Like, yeah. They don't. They do not have the wackiness that scions have with power mixing. So they they don't they don't add what scions add they add a small boost if they're in a in a in a link but they don't add the full they're amplified well I'm just talking about from a part like listen mm-hmm. there's a reason that you can only ever take auxiliary modes up mm-hmm. to one until a very late stage as a yeah. scion because getting level two is where the crazy stuff starts yep. to happen yep. and, and, and if you, and if you have that and you can fuck around with that but and another cool thing that they did is all all scions have the basic powers from Quantikinesis. Period. Oh, cool. And then if you are a Syad in the Aeon era, you automatically get Quantikinesis as a third primary mode. Oh my at, god. At at once you're Psy 3. Once you get Psy 3. When you're Psy 3. When you're Psy 3, you automatically get it. Start as that, you should. Quantikinesis is so good. Yeah. Well, it's and, not and, just one power. It's every power kind of a little bit. And they actually explained they gave a they gave like a firm mechanical reason why Syads are hiding. Uh, because they they can sense with their subquantum sense that there's something not quite right with uh, with normal scions, like they feel that it's not entirely natural. Is there's it, an artificiality that's been placed over them. Is it the is it the the alien technology yeah. that was used to create mm-hmm. them? Absolutely, <laughs> it is. So that's I think that's really cool. Like they've really fleshed out like. How everything fits and, and together. And there's more. Uh, there's more biotech and cybernetic 
tech. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be like, oh, I'm a superior from Nippon and I have a whole bunch of like cool like like limb like mechanical limbs and gadgets and mm -hmm. stuff, you totally can do that and you'll you'll be just as capable and on the level as any of the scions mm -hmm. running around, which yeah, is really cool. It's a super cool there's there's uh there's a decent amount of information about um uh about like scions and they have a chapter about using scions in the modern era. Mm -hmm. Uh oh my god cat. Um and uh, they they detailed a whole bunch of uh, aberrant cults in the Aeon era. Yeah. They give us like full details and full stats for these guys. It's really neat. Mm -hmm. and, some and they have like um, Aeon era aberrants. They got a couple more new powers for aberrants. Um they didn't give I'm hoping that in distant worlds we get like aberrant worlds yeah oh i'm like, sure we will absolutely get that like that's cool and the aeon books are at print yes. they are they are the books themselves are printing now which means soon my precious yes yeah yes it's gonna be very cool i'm super happy that came out that really mm -hmm. sort of fleshed out the world now all i'm waiting for is sort of the revision and the first draft that we see of aberrant Mm -hmm. And see how they smooth some things out, and hopefully they do. Because I really like the superior rules. The superiors are good. They're solid. They're good. And I'm like, I know Novas are very different than that. Mm -hmm. But part of me is like, this feels a little like the superiors feel a little bit, bit like they lock. They're, they're in tighter. Or, I mean, they're, they're, they're they, tighter. They have well, they have a much more constrained purview. Yeah, uh, they are just pure capability. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we also did a lot of work in, uh, in my studio space oh, yes, we recently, did. uh, getting it sort of soundproof, getting sort of the technical issues and bugs ironed out a couple more things we have to tweak, Minor but, it, things. but it's pretty much ready, ready to play. Yep. Uh, Ooh. we did a session zero for D and D acquisitions incorporated last week. That was super rad. It was super fun. We got a super good table together. Um, so that's going to be a thing. We're going to be playing in that and we'll be announcing that, um, tomorrow as of to this recording, I'm playing, running my vampire game again. And I did get the factual, like 100% confirmation that, uh, B. Dave Volters from LA by night is going to be playing with us. So, Hell yeah. uh, if you didn't see it on uh, Wednesday, uh, you should definitely check out the YouTube uh, video that should be up uh, around this time. There will be a link in the description, I oh, promise yeah. you. You guys should all go support Scott. I'm going to be in the Acking game. Mm -hmm. It's super rad. We're going to have a lot of fun doing that because we get we get jobs, everyone. Mm -hmm. We literally yeah, have a job it's system. It's corporate d and I'll be around at some point. Oh, yeah. You? Absolutely, you will. Um, cam, like, you're gonna definitely going to be my cam uh, cam game, and we'll, we'll talk about some other other possibilities yeah because i'm actually out i'm a guys i know it's crazy but after like seven or eight years my tuesday's going to be oh it's oh, no. <laughs> never after is ending after so many years. wow oh wow officially ending ending, well, ending? The, well okay i okay i've been in a game that started ran a couple years and ended already i skipped one then i came back for another game that ran then this is yeah. that one and now that's about to end after like Two and a half or three so years. So you think there's going to be this is your break time. This is this your is valley. My, this is my valley. If he asks me again in three in two years to yeah. write another never after game, of course I'll do it because <laughs> I fucking love that game. But it's fun. But yeah. you've done your stint. Time to rest your rest period instead of your game mm -hmm. period. Well, I get to also, I, I you know, I, there's only, there's only so many places I can use this voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that'll be super fun. Uh, and then you start really really grinding on. Getting Aeon and a couple of other smaller aberrant games that we were talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, going. That's going to be super fun. 
Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that yeah, shit. Um, yeah, I'm super looking forward to all of that. Uh, ever links and I'll be spamming the Twitter mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, a couple other news things. Uh, less less uh, close to home and more just general stuff. Um, the really cool idea uh, from Money Cook Games. Uh, if you've watched the show um, Carnival Row, uh, they have a free RPG for you. Uh, they made it. They built it off the cipher system. It is like a 36-page PDF. The uh, screenwriter and creator Travis uh, Beecham, I think it's Beecham. Yeah, it's probably probably Beecham. Probably Beecham. Uh, he he helped write it, so cool. it's it's got legitimate content. It's uh, I, will, I should probably watch that show. That show, and I will say I won't spoil anything. It is quite good. They do a very very good job of showing, not telling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot Ooh. of good world building. I understand. Um, there's a an existential threat from outside that they barely even touch on a little bit, but they're called the pact. And I don't know what they are. Cause, and as of like the end of the first season, I hate to break it to you guys still don't. Oh shit. <laughs> but they're really they're very sca- mysterious. But the way they handle, uh, the way they genocide some fairies is pretty awful. Ooh, so. Oh, that, that, that fairy genocide. It's, it's for real. Dude. All right. Mm-hmm. But you said no spoiler. So that's we'll, right. We'll yeah, cut it off now. That's all. Shut up. I'm not right. telling you anything you couldn't find out in the first two minutes. That's nice. fair. Uh, there's another really cool thing that's going around. I need to sit down and read it. I think we all need to do that. Mm-hmm. Is Monty Cook also released uh, through, written by uh, Sean Reynolds and Shanna uh, Germain, uh, literally just a book called Consent in Gaming. It is mm-hmm. a large PDF that just talks about in full detail where a lot of books have like maybe a couple paragraphs, maybe maybe a couple pages about consent and gaming. This is literally, that's all this is. Yeah, so that's basically what I'm saying. You know, that just sounds super reasonable. I can't imagine that anyone would have any kind of issue or raise any kind of stink on the internet about that. You'd have to be a real stupid crybaby man fuck to do that. <laughs> hey, Scott, I have an important question for you. Okay. And, and maybe I've missed something. Sure. Did that happen? Yeah, that totally happened. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like, uh, you know, honestly, hard, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to read that because I don't feel like it because I think yeah. I got it. Yeah. Because yeah. it seems pretty common sense at this point. I've also, we've also done yeah. about a hundred episodes yeah. where it's been a, on and off a topic. But you know, some people have put some thought into it. And, I, I appreciate uh, it. No, if, if, and if, it's free. Yep. It is free. It is free. But you know, I mean, if you still have any questions, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. you're lonely now. Well, it also, like, maybe you're uh, lonely for a reason. Part of it. <laughs> Part of it has there's like a very a very comprehensive and well laid out like checklist of like basically it'd be something that you would hand to someone who you have like that you're new to gaming with. Like, right. I would expect I'm expecting we're probably going to see something pretty f- similar in November. Probably. Yeah. Probably something along those lines. Yeah. And I really yeah. look. For, oh man. Whoa. Oh, did you see that? Oh, did you guys watch that video? So I, this is also in I the didn't news. Wanna, I didn't watch it because I don't want to spoil the experience. Maybe. Okay. Um, problem is, here's the kicker. Your experience is going to be super unique. And this is going to be different from last year. Are they not torching the thing at the end? They are. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to... It's, I just it, don't think that it'll... I don't think it'll equal the majesty of what I'll experience. Well, to, to, mm-hmm. okay. to inform don't, the you audience don't watch of it. what we're discussing, uh, uh, Jekyll of Studios produced a, 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 a put-together video of a lot of highlights of stuff that happened uh, live last year at mm-hmm. Night in Question. And they released it to everyone to watch. And all I had to say is intense. Yeah. It's super intense. Oh, uh, I didn't know there was more than just the fire. Oh, yeah. There's more. Oh, there's stuff? It's like okay. three or four yeah, minutes. I might, I might actually pick up that, pick yeah. that up thing because I'm, con- I'm actually really, 
I've talked about it a lot, but I'm very curious about what the on the ground experience yeah, kind yeah. of it, looks like. I need it feels to read that because I have I have the littlest like anxiety and trepidation about the intensity level of this game, and I know I can handle it. It's just one of those things I've kind of got to I got to yeah. get my head around. Well, you know, I mean, you know what the honest thing that's really like got that that raises like my anxiety level a little bit. First of all, I haven't had a chance to read the 46 page player's handbook. Yeah. First of all, second of all, it's the time. The amount of time it is, like the mm-hmm. short nature of it, makes me kind of like anxious. That it's like, what if I don't do? I think you'll be fine. I, I, keep in mind, also, we have, we're going to have Friday and Saturday to run up and discuss, calibrate together, yeah, talk do about, workshops. Like, it's true. It's true. You have a lot of. We have a lot lead of lead-in times. Also, I'm more comfortable because I'm going to be with you guys then. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's ever a problem, an issue, or something, you know I can come talk <laughs> to you guys. And for a while, first. you'll get to be with Murphy, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when I meant all you guys, I meant including I, Murphy. I know. I'm just more joking. It's like, she's our blood bag, so <laughs> she's going she gonna to die, y'all. <laughs> she has a character. It's going to be great. No, I didn't know that blood bags also get characters. They just die. Uh, yeah. And I think that's so cool of them. Like... I, I didn't when I found that out that does like big ups to you know Jackalope because mm-hmm. the blood bag ticket is actually like substantially more f- financially reasonable mm-hmm. like forty bucks it's forty like bucks yeah if you get a if you get a dude yeah if you get a whole dude and the only downside is you don't okay you're paying that extra thing at the tail end of the expensive part of the experience I mm-hmm. guess yeah. But I think that's cool that you still get to have a fully fleshed out person and you're not just like some chucklehead NPC and mm-hmm. like basically a stage tech or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're super rad and they'll they'll do stuff for you in the lane and like like you said, late in the night they'll take some of their blood bags and they'll put makeup on them and make them go out as like Bosch and other Zemisi monstrosities to run around with the PCs to really get in the ambiance of this crazy shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I that's super rad. I I wonder if they're gonna do the black spiral dancer again. Oh, there's one. There was one. There was a black spiral right. dancer. One. <laughs> just here to get a few. Just here to. You know, I heard free drinks. Free drinks. Yeah, yeah. I heard free drinks. Yeah. I need to shoot. Uh, I should shoot Matthew an email then. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's super cool. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, God, what else? There was something else I wanted to discuss about like stuff that had come out or stuff uh, that are upcoming. You're drinking, Matt, and I'm just. I, know. Yeah, yeah. I have a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. No. Um, how many cups of water is that, Matt? <laughs> water toxicity is real, Matt. <laughs> Was it dihydrogen monoxide? Yeah, good old dihydrogen what? monoxide. The one I said's real. Well, a real problem, not a yeah. not a mm-hmm. not a made up thing to yeah. use to fool stupid people. <laughs> yeah, man, I got this 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 totally new water. It's got double the oxygen. That's peroxide. Yikes. <laughs> Don't drink that. Yeah. It'll Yikes. give you a yummy, a, a grum grum in the tum tum. grum in the tum tum. But you'll, you'll get to poops. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. You, it's real bad. I'm I'm super interested in all the stuff that's coming up. I'm super excited for all the some lacquer stuff because mm-hmm. so much gaming. So, so much yep. gaming. So much gaming. So cool. Like good producer content, people that we can share with the our friends uh, on the I'm internet. I'm super happy we were able to just kind of work out all those kinks and yeah, really no, start good. streamlining all that stuff. You like and, Roll Dice. Yeah, Roll Dice good. Well, that's good. It's gonna be a fancy, fancy. It's got a nice, fancy table, nice, fancy room. Uh, God, side effect of having like the all the sound stuff on the walls is uh, holy shit, music sounds good. Yes, that's 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 actually uh, a lot of that sort of treatment. Actually, a little bit nicer because you want it nicer. But in a home theater, you set that kind of stuff up so you can honestly hear the sound that you're supposed to hear, uh, so that nothing bounces back and gets into your ears that's not supposed to be there. Um, it's super rad. 
But oh yeah, uh, something I thought of. Um, uh, there's going to be. I think it's going to be a short run. Maybe it's like a pr- uh, a, a trial season of L.A. by of uh, Seattle by night, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Penny Arcade Boys with Jason Carl in canon with L.A. by night and Bloodlines too. I love that. That I have not looked I'm at a Penny Arcade that. comic oh, yeah. in a decade, mm-hmm. but. I enjoyed that one. You that sent was a me. good one. That was a it? good one. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't warn you. It shit gets real yeah. <laughs> in a vampire game. Yep. Oh yeah, the the penny arc. I'll, I'll link it in the like show a, notes. That was more like a group therapy session. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's vampire. <laughs> yep, that's vampire. If you got a really good group, that's vampire. Mm-hmm. If you got a really good group, that's vampire. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to see Mike and Jerry. And there's two other there's two ladies that they're gaming with uh, right. who are part of their part of their their company. Uh, and Jason Carl's running it. Holy shit! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh man, I'm sure he's gonna be swamped. Oh in yeah. November. <laughs> oh, that was uh, yeah, and the, but I think that's why we're having the dinner. I yeah. think that's absolutely why they're having the dinner. So, and for night in question in November, that we're gonna get um, Friday night. They're gonna have a big. They've rented out like part of a restaurant. I can't remember. I don't think they've or a bar. Yeah, they've just reserved a, a room. They reserved a room in a place just for everyone to come hang out and have, uh, yeah, have dinner, have drinks, and meet and talk to everyone. Because Jason Carl, um, Alex Ward, Alex Ward is going to be there, um, and so people Justin are going to want to talk. Justin Achille. Yeah, Justin Achille. People are going to want to talk to these people. They're going to also want to hang out and. With talk each with other. everybody, yeah. Talk to everyone. Kind of just have a good time before we do a very the ni- intense experience. Here's the nice thing for me personally. I don't know what any of these people actually look like because I don't watch yeah, like, any true. of the content. Yeah. I could walk up to them and be like, I'm Ryan, how you doing? And just not know yeah, the hell yeah, fuck yeah. I'm talking especially to. Just, especially Justin Achille because he was mostly just a writer, so you don't know who those yeah, people I'm, look I'm, like. I think I, I was... I think I attended a panel that he did a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. A vague idea yeah. what he looks but like. It's going to be super rad, and it's coming up so soon, and I have so much other shit to do. Oh, my yeah, God. Book travel. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a thing. It's oh uh, But we got we got our, our car reserved. We got hotel room reserved. Yeah. We're all set We're up. We're all set up. We're all yep, set up yep. in those regards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just got to get there. I just have to come up with a, with a costume that is... Appropriate but simple enough to fit in a single rolling suitcase. I yep. need to. I need to get my. I need to order some fangs and then mold them. So uh, yeah. Oh yeah, those are useful. I need I to, probably I need do to the find mine. I haven't done those in years, but I guess I should have some. Yeah, the ones you get off Amazon are perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's gonna. I mean. I'm gonna try yeah. to do it better because I tried it once and they worked for just a little bit, and then they they didn't work for. Very as a, long. as a moneyed individual now, I felt like man, I'm gonna go get some of them good ones. But then I like looked at the price. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much money. That is a lightsaber at the Star Wars experience, Oof. or something crazy yeah. like that. I um yeah, I've got most of my costume together. Uh, I'm going against all of my '90s kid instincts. I'm going incredibly bright and white right yeah uh I'm, Dude, I've, I, you I, want that before or after picture. oh yeah i want I, I want i want yeah i'm a colorful tripped out 90s rave kid and then i'm covered in blood and dirt yeah i don't know i mean i feel like just because of who i am it, mm-hmm. it would make n- like no sense for me to be dressed in anything i i don't want to be buttoned mm, i might be though i might be might be kind of buttoned up like, are, you, are you gonna go a little nerd he might yeah, be you need li- you need to go a little nerd. With he the might character. be a little nerdy. Like now, he's probably a nerd who, much like Walter White, will will willingly run you over if, <laughs> if things get dire enough. He's got to put a hat first. That's all. I wouldn't be so weak as to require a fetish <laughs> <laughs> to do the work. No, I oh no! But, oh, maybe you go the other way. Is you have glasses, but then. You- yeah. Oh no. When he goes vampire, he'll. I'm gonna smash them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just break them as sort of the. 
I don't need these anymore. And I'll, you know, I might dress, I might dress too nicely. Like mm-hmm. I might in the like suspenders and a tie mm-hmm. or something. Cause like, I don't know where I'm at. Like, kinda. oh yeah, you should totally do. You need to be the sore thumb so everyone can peg you out from like a hundred yards away. And then, then, because then I have to come over and like handle you because you're not, this is one of the, few, why am I here? Uh, uh, it's okay, man. We're just here to, we're all getting out, right? We're getting out. We're I'm hooking you up so, with some dudes. So I need to need to uh, enlighten the audience a little bit because we talked about that in Patreon content. Oh, we did. Oh, oh, become shit. a which you should become a patron mm-hmm. one dollar a month and get a whole bunch of content. Oh shit! Aeon is know. going crazy right now. Oh, I have some things to explain about Aeon in a bit. <laughs> yes, uh, then it's not out yet, but it'll, actually, no, it will be out the it'll day out of this the, episode. Uh, uh, um, yeah, but. As far as the night in question, why we're goobing about this is because all our characters are interlinked and we're in a group together. And uh, we are discussing sort of our dynamics, our modo operandi, and then what we what, what our agenda is after we become sort of vampires. Um, that uh, Ryan is playing our sort of a drug. Think more our, Gus Fring than Walter White. Yes. How about that? Yeah, he's the smart chemist. He's the he's the college kid chemist who's basically cooking illegal drugs, like the experimental type stuff, the mm-hmm. the, the new wave of drugs, not the old yeah. school stuff. I figured out how to make two CB. Nice. That's what it's going to basically be. It's two CB, y'all. Go look uh, it up or don't. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm I'm kind of the heavy muscle that they've hired, but it's 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 kind of just like they pay me, but not enough sort of mm-hmm. situation. And then Scott is our face. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be out there dealing drugs with all the movie stars and music musicians and college kids and hippie weirdos. Asterix, he's not actually selling drugs. No, no, it's it's all like Jolly Ranchers and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of the game. But there's a lot of what what's going on in Night in Question is. Sabata's hosting this giant rave out in the middle of nowhere, and this is like a '90s rave. So this is one of the you only know you unless you know someone. Yeah, you didn't you're get not there. getting there. You have to be told where it is and when it is. And so all of these people from the underground are all showing up. Little do they know, they know that this is going to be a just a a car, just a charnel house of blood and guts. Because the Sabata are basically going to like mass kill and brace a whole. I'm bunch sure of they have something going on. I don't oh, yeah. know what oh, it is. Yeah. I'm sure the Sabat players are just. Yeah, they've got their own plot going on. Uh, they've said uh, that basically the Sabat plot has been completely changed from last year. Mm. So sort of like the background underneath what's well, going it's on. Just the polit. There's probably there's, there's always there's still and... politics. Yeah, you know? there's always politics. It's still yeah. You can you can rant and rave all your life, but you're still fucking vampires. You're still goddamn vampires. <laughs> and, and, remember. and our characters aren't vampires. We're normal humans. We're we're at this place to sort of either make it or break it as far as our group goes. And then I mean, really, what, I kind of looked at us. Being there to sell out, yes, like yeah. try to sell out before we get shot, yep. is kind of what I like. Find maybe find the guys who robbed us recently and like, listen, man, how about instead of all this nonsense, we just come to an understanding? Someone goes to work for someone, someone pays mm-hmm. someone, you know, and we, all, cool. we all just get get over this, and it's yeah, yeah. And we're all done. And uh, but with our tickets and the things we're doing. We are going to be changed into vampires. Yep. Um, that is part of our sort of the contract that we signed by paying the amount of money we did is we are open to being embraced, um, which means we will have a sw- we will have a, a moment where we're not where we become vampires. We go through the whole embracing process, and then we have our characters sort of flip mm-hmm. on a dime, and we have new sort of agendas uh, or new perspectives on. <laughs> There's our a certain power of path of something something inner voice something something <laughs> that mine uh, by the write up. 
is the one mine obviously yeah. immediately switches to. You mean the power of um, uh, path I do, of the power of do what I want? Uh, yeah, the path of the power of do whatever the fuck I feel like and fuck you. <laughs> I'm a god now, fuck you. Yeah, but that's going to be super goddamn thing. You better believe that we're going to have a post-game report. Yeah, we're about I'm probably going to bring some recording equipment so we can talk about it on the ride back. Yep, that'll, that'll be some some great audio, but it'll be fantastic. It, it, don't worry, I have microphone, I have travel microphones, I have cool. the travel recorder. It will, as long as people mind, there'll be a little road noise, but I'm sure I can That's make it work. Fine. Yeah. Also, if we uh, hopefully before, you know, before the event, we can oh, yeah. gather our other two of uh, lab rats and mm. yeah. maybe get on a call with everybody. Yes, and just be kinda... that is uh, that is on the agenda. Um, just to get a, we'll probably do it like a week or so before. And sort of just get to know the other two guys that are going to be in our group so we can work out the dynamics. Because we have two people in our group that we do not know. These mm-hmm. are yeah. other people. In- yes, the student is some some young lady that I, I've never met before. And the yeah. undercover cop, Gurr, yeah. is, yeah. is a blood bag. But he's yeah. made it very clear of how he wishes to die. Yeah, he wants to go out like a hero. I will gladly afford him that opportunity. <laughs> uh, he's all yours. Go right ahead. This will be super funny. Because my character will be like, I don't care anymore because I'm a vampire. 1312, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that still makes me better than you. All right. Um, uh, so let's move right along. Uh, we don't have like a huge topic for this evening. As I said, this is sort of loosey-goosey. But we did get a question from a fan. Before we get into the question, sure. uh, I actually wanted to... Uh, Pepper a little explanation. If you are a patron uh, and you're listening to Aeon, <laughs> I want to explain something to you. I'm not going to explain a lot to you, but uh, there are some new faces in this episode. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to explain that those NPCs are future time-shifted versions of PCs of an old aberrant game that I ran. Yep. Um, oh, we're there. Okay. We're, yeah. I we're see. That, we're that Oh, way. so so we just met Legion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just happened. Just yes. happened, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's <laughs> a fun time. So, if that seems a little odd and you don't necessarily understand what's going on with that, there, it's basically a big inside it, joke. It was, a self, it was self-indulgent. It and was, that's... Fine. That's it was incredibly fine. self-indulgent. I hope I described them as weird and uncanny enough that it didn't really matter. That I hope that they were fle- they seemed more fleshed out than they had a right to be because they were. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot of backstory with those those characters in particular that is warms our hearts because uh, myself. Because uh, Kelly wasn't no Kelly didn't play with us. Kelly didn't play with me and Linda had characters. Mm-hmm. We two and the other two were was Kelly's character and a distant friend named um, Jaeger. Jaeger, um, uh, who, who has, he hasn't been on the show or anything. That those are all four. Those are those four characters that we. So and, if you're a little bit confused about what's going on, why the hell those suddenly I suddenly dropped out of nowhere? It dropped in out of nowhere. That's absolutely right. But yeah, so I just wanted to explain that. Let's get on to the question. Yeah, get on with the good old question. I was just looking something up. Give me two seconds. Um, okay, so uh, Abby right, writes to us. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on balancing the authority of running a game or giving in-character commands and being in the friendship or more than friends with your player base. I thought this was a nice question for us to sort of well, considering expand on. We actually had to work a lot with that with Aeon because, you know, Linda was our commander mm-hmm. and Matt and I can be domineering. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, intensely so. We know. <laughs> we know. Uh, so there was a lot of any time 
I went overboard, I would have to remember there was a switch in my brain that Tucker would also, he would do what he, say he was what he wanted to do, and then look to Linda and be like, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we should do this, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which isn't out of the uh, scope of realism for this group. We have recently just been smashed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all scions. That means we are all sort of elite troopers. We all have very, uh, we're very capable of what we do, mm-hmm. and uh, what we do is each is unique. So when you put those unique sort of icon, uh, iconoclasts, uh, I forgot the individualists, term. very individual characters together, and they haven't had a lot of time to cohese. They're going to start bouncing off, and mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll do stuff that's but varied th- by the book. I think it got. Like, I I never had to step in and enforce that at all. I think you guys all did no, a really good no. job. I mean, I only almost put Matt's character in a headlock a few times. Uh, <laughs> true and that's fair and that's what you should do because cole's kind of a smart ass and that's the cole had for some reason didn't trust the authority that sent us there for some reason at one point was just like we should essentially like we should hide this it's like what i'm gonna kill you i'll just kill you like we don't (laughs) have time for that it has to do with having the knowledge of the universe just being funneled, like direct, poured directly into your brain, and and Tucker just not caring, mm-hmm. and not caring, not getting it, not getting it. Wouldn't wouldn't deign to give a shit if he did, <laughs> and fo- you follow orders, you dumb piece of garbage. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's. Certainly a very broad question because you know there's in play authority, there's out of play authority. You know when you when you uh, sit in the big chair mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know you're the GM or you're the storyteller or whatever you want to call it, uh, it is it, there is a power dynamic at play there. Uh, you know, it's it's one that you all kind of buy into by the nature of, hey, one person's playing the being the storyteller or the GM, and that is an inherent powerful. You you are the you are sort of little the judge of your your Ju- experience. You kind of judge jury executioner a little um, bit, yeah. Um, do you rule with an iron fist or do you rule with a with a soft hand? Problem is, if you rule with an iron fist, if your players aren't into that or they don't have that kind of like dynamic. You're not going to have players for very long. Yeah. Well, I think it, it really depends on you know the kind of game that you're playing, the kind of table that you have. Like, I think that if you're playing a pretty combat-intense or mechanics-intense table, then that tends to require you to be a bit more authoritarian in your running of the game. Mm-hmm. So because You have to keep shit moving. You have to keep shit moving, especially in, in games with complicated mechanics like Exalted or stuff like that. You have to... You have to, you can't let things get, the mechanics get bogged things down. We, like, we got one of the, I got one of the greatest GM devices ever with the default action from our panel at Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, you care, you, your character picks a default action that they always do, mm-hmm. and you have 60 seconds to figure some shit out. If you don't, you do that. And That's it's pretty like, good. And I... Love I don't it. know how I would implement that. That feels very weird. But granted, I'm a type of person that generally always knows the next thing I'm going to do. That would almost never come yeah, up for me. You see, yeah, exactly. It's not for us, Matt. Yeah. It's for people who don't bother to learn what their characters can do and bog the table down. Right. Which, well, there's a certain point where my veins start popping out of my fucking forehead. <laughs> just, well, that also reminds me a little bit of something that you've described, Ryan, and never have to, uh, the idea of, you know... Uh, if if the social bickering gets to a certain point, the GM is just like, 
now it's social combat and you're going to start hurting each other. Mm-hmm. Especially and fun. Well, I don't usually get that granular, but uh, so never after has uh, wound, stress, and curse for mm-hmm. mind, body, and soul. And you have three pools that you use, and that's how things are adjudicated. It, it changes around how much you can take and how much you how you heal them and all that shit. But usually, arguing hurts you. It stresses you. Mm-hmm. And any one of these things, if you feel if you lose half of it. Everything starts costing double, like it costs double to spend to raise certain dice pools, it costs double to soak damage. Everything you do costs double. And any so you could be a fighter, but if you're real stressed out, it still costs You're not you gonna double. be a good fighter you're not because as gonna be you're good. distracted. Now, if you say something that is judged to be so hostile to the very essence of the concept of the character you're talking to, it may deal a curse, which is te- what we what might refer to as a soul wound. Oof. And curses are really hard to get rid of mechanically. Like, they're actually a step harder in terms of rolling dice mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. knock them. The DC's just, like, five higher, basically. Yeah, but they're, like, but it's also rarer. Like, it doesn't come up It doesn't as come often. up. Usually magic deals it out. Yeah. Like, magic or situations that are so hostile to your like your very nature that it just harms you at the at the core of your being so yeah there are sometimes where it's just like you look like a dumb is you're like yeah stress but it's like i think that you, if someone like derides your entire reason for mm-hmm. being like yeah you might yeah. and uh, win that, that I combat mean, <laughs> i mean and that that role that gm role of saying this has gone on too long we gotta roll tights we want to keep doing this Oh, uh, yeah, because your authority, and this goes into more like being a good GM um, because of the dynamic is sometimes because I was watching some videos recently and towards the end they had to go, the GM was like, all right, guys, we're going to stop, go out of play, talk about this combat scenario because people were people were making very in-game and out-of-game decisions mm-hmm. and it was futzing with what the decision-making and people were coming at an impasse of character decision mm-hmm. to the point of like, if this happens, either one of the party like party members is going to get killed by another party member, or one of the party members is going to straight up leave. Mm. Like the characters are going to leave, right? And they're not a part of the game anymore. And so he needed to sort of go, okay, time to have this conversation. You guys are about to torpedo the game, so yes. you need to probably let's, figure. Let's out. take a big old step back. Because as the GM, obviously your impetus is to run the game. You wouldn't be running a game unless there are mm-hmm. some part of you that wants to run it. Because if you if you're being super pressured into running mm-hmm. a game, you just say no. Yeah, like, no gonna, that you're not going to run a good game. Yeah, yep. you're just not going to. But obviously, there's a part of you that wants to run the game. That means you need to be a part of the discussion to go how to manage it and see it to fruition. Your players are there to help you facilitate the fruition of your content. Uh, but here's the thing. I think Abby's question... Yeah. I think Abby's question is what happens when the players in the <clears throat> game have authority in and around each other's mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. That's why I went to Linda's example because yeah. she yeah. was our commander. And I think I feel like that's more... Because we've talked to death yeah, about, about your relationship yeah. with the table. Yes. But like the players' relationships with each other, especially when there's a power imbalance in terms mm-hmm. of... Yes. And also, I mean, I think it also she she was talking about the out of play situation as well. Right. Of, you know, what because generally when you're sitting around a table rolling dice with people, generally they're your friends. Sometimes it's with randos, but that's, you know, Adventurers League and whatnot. But most of the time it's your friends. Some of the time. It's your partner or yeah, a partner. It's a partner. It's your, it's your SO or multiple mm-hmm. SOs, depending on your situation. And <laughs> n- n- nope. 
<laughs> oh. uh, yeah, as you couldn't see the reaction. There's a really fun, there's a really funny picture in my head yeah. that I will say off mic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've seen that picture as well. You probably know exactly <laughs> yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, salt posting. Um, salt posting is great. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of like they and this this goes into her part of her question because what are the things beyond? We're, we need to talk beyond just the oh the party needs to be mature mm-hmm. and be able to handle it. So well, what do you actually do when Ryan gives Murphy a command in game and Murphy, not the character, Murphy doesn't like it, and they are significant. They're significant I, to each other, but they're in game. They're doing this. I think it's it's a situation where if you see that that coming up, then you just have to talk about it. Yeah, you have to talk about it out of play. You have to set the boundaries. You have to set set things. You have to, as a GM, you have to facilitate it. As a player, you have to be upfront and mature about it. Um, there's no substitute for it because oh. if it if it becomes an issue, and you haven't addressed it in a mature, responsible way ahead of time. Then there's very slim chance of that happening in a good way. Well, it's 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 called an ounce of prevention is yeah. worth a power. Yeah, of cure. you don't. I mean, I'm not that situation where he had to like literally just time out the whole fucking thing. Yeah, you really never want to get to that point because that's that's, that's like, super rough. No one wants to disrupt the flow of things, and that's actually now that's an actual interesting flip side of that. No one wants to disrupt the flow, so sometimes people will just. Like, even if they're taking something they don't like, they'll sit and just take it because yep. they don't want to rock the boat too hard. So you really do have to keep an eye out for that kind of thing because I know a lot of people will demure and just, like, suck shit if mm-hmm. they don't. if And will just be upset about it quietly. Yeah. And they'll never talk about it later, and then that stews. Um, uh, two, or they just stop coming. Yeah. Which uh, two, two examples. A, the outcome of that, that game is they just decided... I don't know all the details, but they just decided to move over to another game. Like they just started up with new characters, whole new adventure. Whoa. Like they're like these characters aren't working well together, and the, the adventure was... is not as entertaining as we'd like it. Let's go to do something new. The impasse was so all the great. Same players, that... all the same players, same GM, everything. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey guys, this isn't working. Let's go do something else. And sometimes our that's pa- okay. Our pajamas that we put on for this are just not correct. Mm, no. <laughs> our weird hats we put on are not um, right and, together. And as a person example i remember when linda was running her first D game and i was nominally the leader of the group no you weren't <laughs> i was nominally the leader of the group no you weren't on a piece of paper somewhere he was the leader. on uh, linda's piece of paper yes yes uh, i know i wasn't actually the leader of the group as in you actually didn't do what i said but i the character felt like he was the well leader the, char- of the, the group okay well you know a few years later i can say this your character had a tie to the world she wrote and had helped her write it, so of course you. <laughs> well, I was also I wrote that because I was helping her, and the character was tied to the world because that was the part so, of the game we were exploring. You knew way more than any of us could have ever known, so of course you had a bit more authority than we <laughs> no, did. Nothing, nothing. She really told me that she wouldn't have told you guys. I promise. I, 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 it's what I would have cared to know. No, <laughs> but no, I was a real, I was a real shithead. I know. Oh, uh, my character equal blame because he was he had a. Uh, a stick right up his own ass about know, a lot there of things. Was so, God, Matt, we got to stop playing characters where I want to put you in a headlock. Well, that's because Brian wants to put Matthew in a headlock. So. Sometimes, yeah. I just want to give you no geese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, oh, we love each other, and oh, we love each other in Mad Mage. Though Osric and Crane. Mm, oh yeah, we're, we are two peas in the pod. <laughs> oh yeah. After after fighting Merlun War Dragon alone that one time. Oh, we, we inseparable after that point. <laughs> 
Yeah, some sometimes you go through something and it's just <laughs> you go through a fighting mm-hmm. a level ten guy who has an intellect devourer controlling his body with a artif- with an intelligent near artifact level weapon, weapon and we are running we are stabbing and fighting for and the our only lives. thing that saved your life is that the weapon doesn't like the guy yes <laughs> because it's not actually his Him. user that was the and we had and we just kind of like pounced him like we had one time. one turn worth of surprise that saved our lives yes yes um but yeah so i mean it it it, you know you have to manage those dynamics because authority power control these things are part of stories mm -hmm, uh, and they're a part of sort of the dynamic of the table um either implicitly or explicitly uh so yeah i mean I, i guess the the polyhedron Stamp of be fucking adults about it. Just talk to yeah, each other for um, God's sake. But, but actually, to I didn't get to my point, and I apologize. Is there was a lot of times I should have just come to talk to Ryan out of play about the entire thing because there was a lot of times that Ryan's character was very aggravating to my character, and I was took it out of play because I was just mad about it. And I didn't know how to approach Ryan about it. Yeah, Quill was real abrasive. I made him less abrasive as time went on because you can't be a lonely weirdo in the woods forever. Yeah. And just being around people and being forced to socialize will turn a person who's even a little antisocial into a more social, social person. character. So he slowly, I mean, you got him to take a bath. Yeah, and, and, and for me, that was my fault. That was my flaw. I didn't talk to Ryan when he was starting to make me out of play upset about the in-game actions that he was taking. That's important that you don't do that because you don't want it to stew because you don't want to get mad at your friend. We were less evolved five years ago or some whenever the fuck. Yeah, that was. it's it, it's fine. Things I don't remember changed. how long ago that was. It feels it was like a, a very long time ago now. Was a bit. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say concerning that specific question. Uh, this is a, a well. I well, think we can expand a little bit on it. It's just that this is because okay. So let's expand on your and my situation because yeah. we're grown ups. So we can talk about it. There was an imbalance in knowledge, and you, I hate to say it, man, you're Linda's husband. Yeah, it's true. You were Linda's husband, so you got weird special treatment, and that's what that that was. Linda wasn't, you know, in a mature GM at that point. She didn't even know she was doing it. Most people don't know when they're showing favoritism. That's the point. That's That's the insidiousness of favoritism. You don't always know. That's the insidiousness. If anything favoritism she was showing me, it was because I had more inside baseball knowledge about some of the stuff that was coming. But she never told me anything about the adventure. Oh, I, I know that. Like but that. even the inside baseball knowledge about the world, the, the stuff, if you have that much of a power differential, you're going to end up being the central. You, the spotlight has to be on you because you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to get bogged down in exposition. So you can just shorthand it for us because you're the guy. Right. So it's a question of, We've talked a lot about who who the camera's on or where the spotlight is. If there's a differential of, if there's any kind of imbalance in that situation, the spotlight might stick on a person for a little too long. So you have to be very careful about where the spotlight is, and you have to make sure it gets turned around a lot to make it... Now, we were going to be at a portion where, eventually in Linda's game, where I was going to be in charge because we were going to go talk to the elves. Oh, yeah. And you- my mother, we, we had built my mother up as just... Just the meanest woman, like just a mean. <laughs> well, actually, that was going to be a very unique situation for our two characters because we're both half elves and we have family issues. Yeah, we both had family issues on the elven and on the elven Cause, side. Because basically, my my Quill story is his mom was like an operative who took a shining to a. She wanted to really slum it and fuck the barbarian, basically, <laughs> and that's who she and she got pregnant and left me with him, and then he abandoned me when I was like twelve or something. Oof. So I was a half elf. 
in the who lived. I was just that scary guy who lived in the woods outside of town. Mm-hmm. Who occasionally children would bring me like snacks, and I would be like about it. <laughs> and, and he was disgusting, and was like an angry seventeen-year-old with a big old chip on his shoulder. Yeah, and 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 so back to the differentiation of power, like. Linda wasn't trying or actively I wasn't I wasn't trying to cultivate the that inside baseball knowledge. I was helping Linda develop her work because she was still very, very okay. new to so the, all of it. The big differential was that you were a member of the or the, the yeah. large scale organization that had grand scale control of every aspect of the life in the civilized portion of the world kind of you were the card carrying member with the cloak and the shit and the stuff so anytime we were dealing with people we were dealing with your boss (laughs) so i wasn't allowed to like mouth off mouth off because i was always dealing with someone who's your boss yeah and that's where a big problem came because i was just like what the fuck are we doing here like (laughs) i would question it every once in a while because only a a sane person would it's like (laughs) why (laughs) but anyway but that's where that comes from that was where that's where that that sort of thing happens be careful what backgrounds you let your people in play have Mm -hmm. because you don't want a disproportionate amount of a, the story to focus on them. That's, yeah, that's there, kind there, of there can be thing. a differentiation that that causes this imbalance, which causes can cause jealousy, resentment, a whole bunch of other characteristics, and then add on top of like the in play authority can can even though that people may not intend it to be that they do stuff and then they get upset about it because they because you're still at the table, you're trying to be your character. A little bit bleeds over. We've talked about bleed before, and that can be problematic. Scott, you've been trying to say something. Yeah, ha- yes, I have. Um, so something that uh, I, I wanted to bring up is just my personal experience, uh, particularly with the the, the uh, SO aspect of it. Uh, when Kelly and I role play together, we very rarely are romantically connected. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it's not something we've like discussed or established as a rule. It just that's how it tends to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think we want to have that dynamic in in an, in a role playing game because we're super lovey dovey gross kids at home i've seen it uh yeah. and it you know yeah we get enough of that um yeah i, I understand wanting to have a di- well, well i mean so i mean yeah she so it, what what it tends to do is if like i think like the one time we actually had like a, a, a relationship it was a very casual one yeah like it was incredibly casual uh, to the point that uh, the the storyteller tried to use that relationship against me, uh, <laughs> it, and and like I was like, oh man, you really don't pay attention that much, do you? Uh, <laughs> no, let her die. <laughs> it's like, it like yeah, it's probably not even her. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because he, he he used sort of like a, a, a an image of her, or or maybe it was actually her to try and tempt me into do evil shit. And I'm like, eh, it's probably not even her. Um, but yeah, so yeah, no, I mean, it it it's generally so you know we each have our own relationships if if we have relationships in game, uh, and it's. Just, it it becomes less of an issue, because mm. uh, I think it's it worked out. It's yeah, worked it, out. It's div- it divorces a matter of that connection and mm-hmm. allows those characters to explore the the bigger world mm-hmm. without necessarily being tied to me and Linda have only done it once, and that yeah. was for Hawk and Gale. Well, and that was that was integral to the concept. Yeah, yeah, like that was the point. We were right. anime mm-hmm. superhero martial arts superheroes. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's what you have some in people, movies. Yeah, some people use it to explore a different aspect of their relationship. Like you know we. You know, Murphy and I have had characters who are romantically intertwined, and we've had characters who are just, you know, bros. And, 
you know, we've had characters where it's more of a, you know, not, I wouldn't call it master and servant because that's really weird and mm -hmm. kind of, eh, that's not my, not my mm -hmm. gig, but the sort of right hand man and, you know. But you tend to have a relationship of some sort. We always have some relationship to each other because, you know, we like role playing with each other and we can mm -hmm. always, if there's no one else I want to talk to in the room, I definitely want to talk to her. Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Our characters can talk to each other pretty much infinitely. Yeah. So, because we're very well, you know, uh, fleshed out together. slightly off topic, but I think it's germane. Uh, Linda, we're, I'm thinking about going to Gods, and when Linda goes to her next character, and we have been having to have some very interesting conversations about the dynamic of our characters. They want them to be intertwined, but not romantically, So, we, but we have to be like... It's but, fun, you should do it. But it's weird, because I'm like, you're, you're an immortal fae, I'm a human... Did you raise me? Did you not? How do we know each other? Like, we had to work on all the dynamics because any one of those slip a different particular way, you're like, that's yeah, a little, a little weird. gross. That's weird. Don't do that. It's, let's, <laughs> let's not do that. It's like, tell you what. Or do. When, when, <laughs> or do. Or do. If, if that's something you want to explore, just don't make it my problem. <laughs> like, don't get it all over me, man. No, no, it's fine. Uh, we're still working on that. Tell you so. what, man. When you guys figure it out, Tell me straight up what it is to my face, and you will know exactly whether it's weird or not by my reaction. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> because no, no, my, I'll use you as my as my as your sounding board, and <laughs> I will is. look you dead in the eye and be like, mm -mm, "Don't do that." <laughs> if the, or, if it's fine. <laughs> if the words "fae mommy" come out of your mouth, <laughs> it's not going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And I went amongst the cockles to find a mommy chooser to put upon her finger or some shit. What? Put, put it in. Where your, did that come? Put from? it in your backstory. See how it goes. <laughs> Woo, okay. Who, who writes Arcadia? Who takes care of Arcadia? Who handles Arcadia? Uh, Mary mostly. Is it Mary? Yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah put that on. Put the, let Mary have that. <laughs> put, oh. put it in the chili. <laughs> um, so your fingers the in the dynamics stew. And, and sort of like the relationship, obviously the, the stock standard basic boilerplate is be mature and talk to each other, but we understand and acknowledge it can be hard or mm -hmm. it can be awkward because they are your friends and you don't want to disappoint or upset your friends. Oh, yeah. But if it's a problem, you have like four, so you know. Yeah. For a while, I ran a game. I, I was part of a LARP staff for the yeah. for where both of you are my players. So that was an interesting dynamic. Um, actually, and I want to back to you and Kelly. You've been Kelly's GM a lot, yeah, and I have. Well. I've seen. I've never really seen any issue with you doing that because you have a very good understanding relationship about. You are the GM, mm -hmm. and when you're running the game, you actively try to make sure there's a boundary of making sure there's no favoritism there because you're like, I can't help that this is my wife and she plays the games that I run. Mm -hmm. That's just a thing that we have to deal with. Well, Everyone has to deal with it. It was certainly helpful when I had like five other people who I could pawn her off on. Uh, yeah, 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 that was super helpful. But at a, at a table situation, yes, that's much more more manageable. Uh, it's less, yeah, as much you have to, to super super manage that. Yeah, yep. I just I I. I've been running games for a long time, mm -hmm. and I've learned to compartmentalize, mm -hmm. uh, basically to settle into a role where I'm here to do a job, I'm here to perform a function, uh, and that function is divorced from the fact that I'm in a relationship with this person, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's it, it, this is not it doesn't the two should two don't mix. I have run D and D for Murphy, and we we're fine, mm -hmm. like. I think that I find the I, I find favoritism and that exact sort of thing so I find it very distasteful. Mm -hmm. So I tiptoe I, t I 
five feet back from the line because mm-hmm. it's like it's re- it's real cut and dry for oh, me. Oh, that was uh, also it's raw mechanics the, on the same level, uh, on a, on on the same level, but a, a different slant on it. Occasionally, you can use that intimacy to heighten the experience. Well, yeah. it's there's a difference between showing favoritism and throwing out something you know they're gonna enjoy yeah, as absolutely. a wink and a nod mm-hmm. to the person you like. Mm-hmm. So that's this is a great example because I'm involved, but it was not me who got the heartstrings pulled. It was Linda at at fractured big four. Oh day. yeah. So I played an NPC. Um, that was a pirate that was sort of like on again, on again, romantically involved with our PC. Just because it's me, I confront my, my wife. She likes was, pirates. She likes pirates. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yum. So it's so good. Yeah. We, so what she did for what Scott did because he was running the goddamn game. He through the the day of atrocities that he uh, he we, killed we've, her. We've spoken of this before. Um, he, he, yeah. ki- he uh, Scott killed that P- P- uh, NPC off camera. They had a burial, and my wife cried because mm-hmm. she was imagining me being buried. Yeah. Uh, well, it was it was an interesting scene because there was basically a big funeral for all the people that had died. Yeah. And um, once she had done singing, singing, she sang a song for him. She cried, and everyone just saw like we can't top that. We're just letting her. We're letting her be the funeral and speak for all of the dead. I don't know where I was. I don't, I, that, that wasn't Salas's bag. I think Salas had disengaged, and the soul merchants were sitting in a in a in a circle, being like, "This is not real. This can't be real. This is so bad. That was that was about the time in we were all like, everyone, all of the the shysty people were in the back going." Something's not right. These things aren't adding up, both on an in-game level and a out-of-game out of- level. Because we're like, there's no way the plot staff would do this to us. All this crap happening off-screen. We have not fucked that, up this much that, in game. And that was exactly what we want. We right. wanted. We wanted. We wanted the players, especially the the ones that were super, you know, involved in like big level plots, to realize that something was wrong. Yeah. And we we. We held it from you as long as we could. It was about five o'clock on on, mm-hmm. on the day of nightmares mm-hmm. when we were just like because we were being unfair. We were we were doing things. Oh that, yeah, you were killing. No, we were that no responsible plot staff. Yeah, or nine a.m. Nine a.m. Mutilating strikes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no one should have. We should know. You should never do the things that we did if you weren't doing it for a very specific and very well-managed reason. Because we were being awful to you. We were being absolutely awful to you. And that ties into the question of of, of authority yes. and power dynamics. We had the power to ruin your guys' fucking weekend and do shitty things. We always have that and, power. And for about 12 hours, that was legitimately the case because mm-hmm. we did not know anything yeah, I think different. at one point, I think everyone at some point during that day had to just go take a lay down. Yeah. yeah it's just like, to I go. gotta go lay down and go to sleep for a little while because mm-hmm. this is too much. But like, I know we've discussed this before, but the, the two, for new listeners, the, um, the turn, the, the trick of that game uh, was that, yeah, there was a whole day where everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And everything that, and even things that shouldn't have gone wrong did went wrong. Almost impossible for uh, them. Impossibly bad. So um, basically the evil fairies of that setting uh, had pulled off a grand magical working. Essentially put a glamour over the day. And they were awful, terrible fairies um, that just wanted to rub shit over the metaphysics of the universe, right. essentially. 
And so the trick was that they had done this thing and the, they were they were going to complete the ritual, uh, this grand big working late that night. And if they pulled it off, then that terrible day would become true and real and what actually happened. So that when the players all figured that out and they started putting the pieces together, they realized, okay, we have to do this specific sequence of things to stop them. Yep. And it involved a lot of people's personal plots, especially the uh, the good fairies. Yes. Uh, good fairies. Uh, personal plots, um, to because they were sort of intent. They were intimately linked to that that storyline, and that was one of the rare situations uh, when um, I I basically came to. I had the opinion that I don't care how many of them die in this fight. Yep. As long as they. Because I mean that's 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 when it matters. It's yeah. one of the more most intense experiences of that. I remember that game. In, oh yeah, it well, was beautifully put together well, and I, beautifully. Acted. I also remember like one of the things that just seared into my head when the entire tavern got together uh, during dinner and sang uh, "Will the Circle Be Unbroken?" like as a town yeah. collectively, and it was just it was an incredibly powerful moment because we had put you guys through fucking hell, and that took a lot of responsibility on our part and trust on the player's part, and, and, which it was wearing thin. We all knew it was wearing yeah, thin. And that, that's that's sort of the last little statement I want to get because we are running on time, is it that kind of thing, the players have to trust the GM to an extent to go, they know what they're doing, they will make it right. Anything that's wrong, they will make it right eventually. Uh, from a re- from a re- reasonable perspective, but it's just the idea of, but that can only go so far, mm-hmm. and and GMs don't waste that. Yeah, just well, don't. I mean, they don't abuse it. The, the reason why we did that it was because it was a four day event, which is an anomaly on yeah. on LARP. So we were like, no, let's play with the format. Let's we let's have an do, extra day. We have an extra day. It. Let's really make this impactful and hit hard. The resolution of that entire situation to finish the story, we stopped the ritual, which means we got to play through the entire quote unquote day again, but everything went much better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They they, they won the day, things went well, and then the, the bad fairies were thwarted. Uh and yeah, it was rough. Like it was like it was rough on us. Like because like we were we had we had we had to st- stand away and be like Okay, three more hours before we, we yeah, can, we can like, stop well, you being also assholes. Had to, you all had to close ranks, too. Yeah. Because if any one of us had come out of play and said, hey, guys, what the fuck's going on? You guys would have had to have really locked us down mm-hmm. and gone, no, it will be explained. Just go back and play. Luckily, and, I, I, to my, I never had anyone. I was the one who had my like finger on the till of, of most yeah. of that. And to my knowledge, no one really hit a break. I know a couple people were really upset. About some stuff. That well, there were the, those the old the old you know the vets but, were all just like hold on yeah just wait yeah yeah we were like no no this 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 is not all adding this is adding this is too egregious mm-hmm. too obviously egregious to be the workings of somebody malicious or stupid so we're like out of game like the mm-hmm. plot members being like this so we're like no this has got to be all a part this of this is the a plan. thing mm-hmm. yeah this is, obviously this is a, a thing. thing so yeah yeah so but it was a really well it was one of, it was one of my. I consider that to be one of my crowning achievements as far as LARP is concerned. Yeah. Uh, because it was, oh, God, the emotions that we wrung out of that experience were powerful and genuine. Yeah. And so I think from that, at ending that, hopefully we answered your question in a rambly sort of way, mm-hmm. Abby. As we do. As we do. But so from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is.
or some dice. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to let you all know, if you want to email us, you can at polyhesionpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get in contact with us via Twitter, you can contact us at polyhedroncast. And if you want to contact me, I am at bioimportance. If you want to get in contact with me directly, I'm at divismallcav. And I'm a hermit, so just email the show, please. Also, in addition, if you really like the show and you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. Give us a buck a month. You get a lot more content, and it'll really help us out. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone.